Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a conversation about the mundane, the ordinary, simple things. One thing we can promise is that our conversation will be relaxing, less than fascinating, possibly fun. So you can feel free to just drift off. Thank you for joining us. We hope you will listen and sleep. I'm your host, Marco Timpano. And I'm your co-host, Nidhi Kana. Marco, before we start today's episode, mm-hmm. you've made me a lovely cup of coffee and when you brought it to me, I was a little bit uh, perturbed. Yes. Because there was an unexpected oiliness on the top of it. Right. And me being a good house guest, I do not want to say anything about your coffee making skills, particularly sure. because we all know Italian coffee is one of the best coffees out there. Sure. But I did finally mention it because when I took a sip of your coffee, there was a bit of a hint of coconut and I couldn't quite understand what was going on. But why don't you tell our listeners what what you put in our coffee today? Well, Nitty, you know, we did an episode where you were talking about coconut oil a while back and I had read recently that if you put a bit of coconut oil in your coffee or tea, it doesn't really mar the flavor of the coconut oil, or sorry, of the coffee rather, but it adds a health benefit to the one who drinks it. And um, so recently I've been doing that, adding coconut oil to my coffee and my tea. And while I was making it, I had put some in mine and I figured, oh, I'll put some in yours because I know you are a fan of coconut oil and I thought I've got more coffee if if it's not to your liking and uh, then you know I said so what did you think and you asked and I said yeah I put a little bit of coconut oil in your coffee and um, what did you think I actually really liked it I as you said it I can still taste the coffee Mm -hmm. very distinctly but when you're it's almost like when you're going to take that sniff mm-hmm. or that sip you get a, a whiff of the coconut which sure. is nice um so thank you for thinking of my health well the one thing i will caution any um listener who wants to try coconut oil in their beverages is to start with less because coconut oil can be a little intense on the system it can and uh, so i just put like not even half an espresso spoon full in your coffee so it was very little um but yeah if you want some health benefits definitely put um some coconut oil into various things that you consume now nitty you're going to be moving 
in the next couple of weeks. I am. And so let me ask you, what have you done to prepare for your move? Well, Marco, I'll be quite honest. Uh, I am looking at this move as a very serene one. Mm-hmm. I really want to... Um, luckily, the place that I'm moving from, I have the luxury of time, so I can kind of move slowly and calmly, kind of get my clothes in, sure. various furniture items, and then kind of see what I need. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, very excited good, and happy. And what's really what I enjoy about moving, Marco, is that it's such a great time to kind of um, change up your style or the look and feel of the, of the place that you're in. This time I'm really relying on, um, friends and family to kind of, um, give me some really cool pieces of, of furniture and things that are making it, um, me have a vision for my space in a different way. So, um, I just pointed out a desk that I think you're going to be taking. So. Yes, I am. And uh, I am going to be living in sort of a, a floor of a house. Oh, cool. Which is new for me because I'm more of an apartment dweller right. or a condo dweller. So this is going to be an interesting um, transition in terms of my um look and feel of my place. Now, may I give you a piece of advice with regards to furniture that you might be acquiring, including the desk that I'm going to be giving you? Absolutely. So, you saw the desk isn't anything particularly, you know, striking about it. No, but I know what I'm going to do with it. Okay. Because my suggestion would be like, paint it a bright color like if you get a piece of furniture or you have a piece of furniture that's been in your family and looks dated or doesn't have an appeal to it anymore i say go out to your local hardware store pick a bright blue or a bright glossy yellow and just splash the paint all over it and it'll bring new life and if it's not what you like then it was a piece that was going to be discarded anyways or donated to a local um, you know, shop that salvages this kind of furniture and then resells it and, and gives the um, the money to charity. I always recommend that as well. So that would be my advice. So what are your plans with some of the furniture since you say that you do have plans? So uh, with that particular desk, right. actually, I am going to be putting it in... Um, so the place that I have... Um, it's funny, it was listed as a two-bedroom, right? but it's kind of like a bedroom and a really large closet. Okay. Um, so the second so-called room is not big enough for a bed, or but it uh, is not a den either. Okay. But So I'm making it sort of into... Uh, Would it be considered a nook? Would you consider it a it's nook? It's bigger than a nook because but it does smaller. have a closet in okay. it. But you wouldn't be able to fit like a, a, twin, a, a bed? twin bed. Really? So that's why I think I was able to get this place because probably a lot of people were looking for a two bedroom sure. went in and were like, there's no way I'm going to fit mm-hmm. anything in here. But because it has like a closet and a lot of really bright light, I'm going to use it as sort of like a dressing area. Oh, great. And so that desk, I'm going to put in that room because it's small enough it's like the perfect size 
to be able to kind of have like a dresser. Right. Um, oh, tell me more. So I will be using it. Um, it'll have all sorts of, I don't know, you know, my makeup will be in there, my brushes, all okay. the fun kind of hairbrushes. Kind of like an old Hollywood sort of um, dressing table? You got it. Okay, you so you need it. a mirror above yes. that. Okay. I, but I have a big full-length mirror, mm-hmm. and so I want to get the mirror put on kind of one of those stands. Sure. Like a mirror stand yeah. so that it's like a little bit slanted but upward. Mm-hmm. Um, either that or I'll hook it to the to the wall. Another thing you can do is change hardware on furniture. So remove the sort of pulls and the knobs and put new knobs or knobs, vintage knobs you might get at a salvage store and it'll change the piece as well. Oh, and sometimes sometimes spending the money on an interesting pull tab or knob can really make your piece stand out so I would say you know get the paint splash paint and then get an interesting or you know a knob that really sort of speaks to you and put it on there and then you'll see how the piece transforms you know I have a friend her name is Karen Parker I'm gonna send a shout out to her she does a lot of sort of um, and and she had mentioned to me that she wants to be on an episode of our show she's a listener and she's like I really want to and I'm like anytime Karen so we will do a follow-up episode with Karen Parker and talk about um, things you can do with furniture and and she does a lot of stuff you know what Marco Mm -hmm. ideas coming from me that episode Mm -hmm. that we do with Karen Parker why don't we record it in my new place oh I love this the way this sounds fantastic maybe perhaps on the desk that you're going to give me and and hopefully by that point she will either give you tips on how to refurbish it or you will have done it we'll take a photo perfect sounds great but uh, what about boxes do you have boxes for your move so it's funny i just actually emailed a friend of mine who recently moved and she has um moving boxes so they're not the cardboard boxes Mm because the cardboard boxes you know forget those I think they're a little bit annoying. They're, you got to find them from somewhere, etc. But these moving boxes are just sturdy and easier to grip. So oh, that's great. I'm going to use those. Um, and a shout out to Alexandra Cote, who mm. is the one with the moving boxes. How, but the, how does all... she have moving boxes so, at her disposal? So Alex is actually a realtor. Okay. So, uh, one, I guess it's in her blood to have all sorts of moving components available. Um, but she recently moved as well. Okay. Um, but she was actually the realtor who helped me find this place. So, you know, I would love to have Alex on a show where she talks about advice. If you're selling your home, how to get it prepared for viewings. She would love that because one of the favorite the most favorite parts of her job is actually, I think, staging and uh, uh, finding ways to, well, anything to sell a home. Of course. Well, that's in her best interest. But sometimes people, like my sister, have a love for um, design and moving items in a home to sort of give them new life. And in fact, Nitty, the reason I was telling you to paint and do the hardware is because my sister, uh, Mary Lena, does that and will mm. often and she really enjoys sort of re refurbishing uh old pieces and giving them pizzazz you know marco i think we need to get alex karen and marilena 
on the show and have sort of a theme show dedicated to staging, selling, designing, furniture, reupholstering, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, so I think future future episode idea right sure. there. Now, Marco, you bought your place uh, that we're in right now uh, about ten, a, ten, 10 years, years ago. ago. Okay, so you haven't actually moved in a while. Right. I've helped a lot of people move, though. So that was going to be my question. Mm. You've helped people move. What is some of the advice or tricks or tips that you have for someone who is preparing for their friends to help move? Okay, so I'm going to give it's going to be a two part you were ready for this I'm, question. I'm certainly ready. So, Nitty, this is my advice to you okay. since you're the person movie. One, get rid of the things that you've sort that sort of don't bring you joy. I know that there's this whole sort of um, thing going on with uh, Spark Joy and Marie Kondo's books about tidying. But what I would say is as you go through the things that you are going to bring over to your new place, get rid of anything that you kind of are keeping for reasons that you can't really um i don't want to say can't explain but you're keeping for non joyful reasons so like it's like oh this is an expensive top that i bought but i don't enjoy wearing it but i've spent so much money just get rid of it or i never used this but i had it when i was in university a clothing book. clothing and books and things just things that clutter up your life get really. rid of the clutter before you move the other thing i was going to mention is as you start boxing your items box them and label the box so for example uh, like a little sticker color coding system so that this is kitchen stuff you mark with let's say a little red sticker so that you know that box is all kitchen so that box can go directly into your kitchen and you know what's in it try not to mix rooms or items so try to keep even if the box is somewhat empty try to keep one box that is dedicated to one room or one area of your house that's the other item I would say and lastly don't make the boxes too heavy because what yes, people like to do mistake. is that they'll just fill a box with all, let's say books is one of the biggest culprits, right? You fill a box all with books and then it becomes extremely heavy. And if you're carrying it up and downstairs, you can hurt yourself or the person helping you move, especially if you're not going to use movers. Are you using movers? So I am not move, using movers. I am going to use um, my two brothers who will be my makeshift movers. However, I agree with you completely. I think those are common mistakes that people make, especially the one about uh, not labeling boxes correctly or making them too heavy. I think people also sometimes assume that if your friends are helping you move, somehow you don't need to be as organized. I don't know. There's sometimes... Um, I know I was helping a friend move once and everything was kind of scattered. Right. Whereas when you have movers, there's kind of this expectation of like, I don't want them to spend too much time doing this. I want to maximize the efficiency in sure. here. Because uh, so you're spending money, right? You're spending money. But you have to think of it in the same way when you're using your friends, I think. because You're uh, spending their time. Absolutely. So the more organized you can be prior to your move will help you post your move as well and I think that that's key 
of being organized and being respectful of the people that help you move so that they don't feel like it is a, such a burden versus, oh, you know what, it was easier than, than I thought and it was really well organized. So in terms of how you um, thank your friends mm-hmm. for helping you move, now normally I've gotten anything from pizza and some beer or wine mm-hmm. to a little bit of a gift to a nice meal later on what do you think is an appropriate thank you for someone who has helped you move oh that's a great question i would say so definitely have pizza and beer or something for them after the move that you guys can just have sort of you know after a long day it would be great if you had a gift in one of the boxes ready to go so at the end of it you know which box it is. After you had your pizza, you say, here you go, thank you so much for moving. And depending on your friend, it could be anywhere from a, you know, a scented candle to something, some iTunes gift card or, or whatnot, you know, something that they would appreciate. So then this brings me to another question, mm-hmm. Marco. What in this day and age, if you are moving to a new apartment, and you have a get together right to celebrate the new apartment what is an appropriate housewarming gift do people still give housewarming gifts for rentals oh i, I don't know it, how um it all works this i think if you're going to someone's home especially they just moved there a home is a home is a home whether you purchased it whether you're renting it whether you're just there for a short term I always like to give some sort of pineapple-themed gift ah. because the pineapple is a symbol of uh, welcome and uh, joy. It has sort of symbolic symbolic connotations with, with uh, the home. And I believe, and this is not going to be 100% accurate, but this is what I remember, that back in the day, uh, the pineapple in North America was an expensive fruit and so if you offered it to your guests it was quite quite a display that you cared for your guests and a pineapple would only last so long so what the person would do is have a pineapple on the mantle of their fireplace or in a prominent place and have it on display and you were to leave that home before the pineapple went bad so it was sort of not to outstay your welcome and so I think the pineapple has a lot of association with being welcomed a new place and just sort of let's say good luck or good fortune so I always like to give a pineapple themed gift whether it's a a little pineapple knickknack a candle that has a pineapple scent to it or an actual pineapple itself bring that over and include it with my gift to the person Marco, you are a great gift giver. Am I? You are. You are very thoughtful. Um, I think we discussed many episodes ago Mm -hmm. uh, about my lack of uh, booster cables. Oh, that's right. And for my birthday, you got me a set of booster cables along with... Are they in your car? They are in my car. Great where they will forever I, be. I need to show you how to boost because I don't think you know how to boost a car. I do know how to oh, boost a car. Oh, you do? Okay, great. I do. I do. That I know. Fantastic. Um, but you also gave me, and I think we talked about this on a previous mm-hmm. episode as well, uh, uh, um, 
a gadget that weighs your luggage. That's right. It's sort of like a scale for travel. A travel scale is what it's called. Both of those are great gifts. You know why? Because they're gifts that I would not have normally bought myself. Right. And I think that that's a wonderful part of gift giving. And I think that that's what makes you a really good gift giver is that you think of gifts that someone wouldn't normally or that person having known them wouldn't normally be like ah i'm gonna spend my money buying myself this and so you understand a need and you give a gift that the person needs which is what makes it so wonderful it also becomes difficult to get gifts for people after a certain age because people tend to have everything they need and they don't want to clutter themselves down in particular in a big city where you don't have a lot of space like mm-hmm. you were saying uh, that one that second bedroom is actually just slightly bigger than a nook but not larger than a walk-in closet type thing right so you don't want to inundate them with too many you know large things but um, when I find something useful that is unique and not the first thing that comes to mind or not something you wouldn't necessarily get yourself I will gift that another one of my favorite gifts to give people and I'd love to know what your favorite gifts are to give people is subscriptions to magazines and Ah. I think it's because I love I love getting magazines magazines delivered to my home but it's a lovely way to to be remembered throughout the year once a month when that subscription comes to the person's home now what I always do so for example if I was to get you a subscription to let's say uh, a home magazine a home style furniture magazine rather than give this this the subscription to Nidhi Khanna I would play with your name there a bit so it would be like you know Mrs. She's All That Khanna or something like that so that when you receive it you know that it comes from me because there's a bit of humor to that of course that's not necessarily what I would would use for you it just sort of came to mind I am all that though well there you go (laughs) And for example, my sister, I didn't use her name. I used what I called her as a kid. So she'll get things like that. And um, that way when the subscription comes, it's sort of a reminder that, uh, you know, I gave it to you. So I would say, you know, when you give a subscription, make it unique in the person's name, even if you put in something in the, as a middle name. So Nidhi loves dogs, Kana. That's great. I love that idea. Mm -hmm. What is the best gift, Marco, that you've ever received? Well, before we do that, I want to know what the gift is that you usually give. That I usually give? Mm. Ooh, I don't have a go-to. To be quite honest, mm-hmm. I um, really look at... Um, I'm not the best gift giver. Sure. I have to say. Um, I usually like experience. Uh, exp- okay. Like to give experiences, so rather than like physical goods. Um, so for me, it's more about taking someone uh, to go do something fun. So, uh, for example, I have a friend that I will be taking to go to this adult obstacle course, oh. like a parkour type of uh, um, um, obstacle course, essentially. So something you know, this person is really. Um, becoming an act like getting active and, mm. and starting to like run and do all these active things sure. so that would be a fun experience that we could both do together right so i tend to go for that type of uh, gift rather than a physical gift wow uh the best gift i've ever gotten i and you know it's hard to say the best gift but memorable gifts that i've gotten um 
I got a pair of cufflinks from my friend Mark on one of my birthdays, and it was um, it's a field with sheep, and there's uh, all these white sheep, and then in the center is a black sheep with red eyes. So you can tell that the the, the black sheep is kind of like mean or whatever, like the black sheep of the family, and and that was a memorable gift that I that I recall off the top of my head. But it's always nice to get gifts that have meaning to them whether it's big or small absolutely Um, i agree i agree um and one thing that is interesting is that i'm not a card giver for me i've never really been i don't like to go out and buy cards because i find them to be a expensive and b i'd rather just fold paper draw a little something on the front of the of the of the card that i make and then write something inside because I'm not a big fan of, you know, those cards that really go into like a big blurb, like you are my friend because in times of need, sentimental, like, and and they're long to read. Those are the worst cards you can give me. And I'm not a fan of gift cards. So when I get gifted gift cards or things like that, because I hate going out and having to redeem them, Mm -hmm. it drives me crazy. It really does. I don't know why. Because it's a love, it's the thought behind the gift, so I shouldn't be so, you know, dismissive of it. And it's lovely to receive any sort of thought. Yeah, but I know what you're saying. It's sort mm. of like now you have to go do something I for have this to do gift. The work, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I I completely understand that. I think we it's... once got a gift card to a kitchen store that was an hour and a half. It was only one store. It were it was one store, but it was so far from our home. We had to drive like an hour and forty minutes to no. this place to redeem this gift and then you're in this kitchen store and you're like I don't like anything that's here. Was this from someone who's close to you? Uh, I don't remember but and I don't want to reveal <laughs> who, who was, was. No, I, and, and it was like what are we going to get? There's nothing here. And it was a significant amount at a kitchen store that you're like uh. so, so that was that. That brings me to another part of gift giving that um I was discussing with a friend of mine um, in terms of giving for a wedding. Oh, you know, Nidhi, we're going to have to save that for another episode of the wedding episode, I guess, is what we're going to have to talk about. Yeah. We want to thank you. We really moved around in this particular episode, didn't didn't we? You are listening to the Insomnia Project. As always, produced by Drumcast Productions. You can find us on iTunes and please feel free to write us a review. Let us know what you think about the Insomnia Project. And until the next time, we hope that you listen and sleep.